Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ugh, another pointless video call where nothing gets done. I think you're on mute, David. Uh, oh, sorry, what did I miss? IT just approved Miro for the whole company. Miro? That's the... Online whiteboard for team collaboration. We can make these long video meetings so much shorter with Miro boards. We can share ideas, feedback, and updates on them whenever. Actually see what we're talking about. It's all online. Miro will make our flexible work setup so much easier with one virtual space for our brainstorms, projects, presentations. Oh, that sounds kind of amazing. So I don't need to wake up for 6 a.m. calls with the London office anymore. Now you're getting it. Don't let time zones get in the way of your team working well together. See why 99% of the Fortune 100 trust Miro to get good work done from anywhere. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. Walk the dogs, school drop-off, meetings from 10 to 3, take kids to soccer, then no time left for a jog. When everyone else is relying on you, it's easy to put your needs last. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist online, so you can show up for yourself the way you do for others. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you tuned in. New episode, Music is Love Language. No AKAs. I'm not promoting nothing. Let's get down to business. This is episode 50. That's right. Damn, I know. Right. Yeah, I know. 50. And I feel like on episode 50, this should be an episode by myself. First of all, I want to thank each and every one of you guys who, 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 who stuck with me during the switch. I really appreciate that. And when I say the switch, for those of y'all that didn't know, there was a podcast before that precedes this called Advice from a Fuckboy. Right? And I realized or I felt like, you know what? I really didn't want that, that, that kind of material and that kind of content was not in my heart no more. And I needed to switch up a few things. So what I decided to do was make a new podcast called Music is Love Language. And for real, for real, this is also for the lovers. Justin Timberlake said, this one's for the lovers. If y'all there, let me hear you say, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this podcast is for the lovers too. You take this podcast, you go find somebody you like, and y'all debate all day with my dumb ass takes. They're not dumb. They're very smart. They're very educated. I'm just saying, sometimes people be in my comments, Clint, you dumb as fuck. Your mother. All right? <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Nah, man. I'm happy. Episode 50. We're here. Let's get into the topic. Let's talk. So I've been compared. So through this time in this podcast, right? A friend of mine who was who on the podcast, his name is uh, Mike Jack. His name is Michael Jackson, but... I mean, Michael, you, you know, you know, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Anyway, but he works at Def Jam, right? And Michael, Mike has a, has a, has a theory about, he calls classic albums and he equates them to championship rings. Classic albums and championship rings are one and the same. So what we've decided to adopt on this podcast is this. If you have if an artist has a classic album, we equate that as a championship ring. Shout out to Angela Reese. With that being said, when we equate a classic album to a championship ring, that means that everybody can't win a ring. Everybody did not win a championship. There are some albums, y'all, that are finals appearances. Or whatever sport you want to use. A World Series appearance. A Super Bowl appearance. The Kansas City Chiefs just won a ring. That doesn't take away from the fact that the 2022 Philadelphia Eagles were a very good team. I'm still not over it, by the way. But that's neither here nor there. The point I'm making is, is that sometimes you just don't win a ring. And I'm tired of every... And y'all know, y'all know... First of all, y'all know on top of me trying to get... Me wanting to get away from the fuckboy situation, y'all know for a fact that I'm tired of hearing everybody call an album a classic. I do not like that word being overused. Every album is not a classic. No diss. I love this album. 
This is actually Luther Vandross's best album. But ladies and gentlemen, this album is not a classic. Let's just be honest. This, is, this album is not a classic. And then, of course, you're going to ask me, well, Clint, what is your criteria for a classic? Let's talk about it. So for you to achieve a championship ring, in my opinion, that doesn't mean that my opinion is law. That doesn't mean my opinion is facts. This is the Music is a Love Language podcast by Clint Coley. He is me. I am him, which means is that that is my this is my criteria for what a classic album is or what a championship ring is in music. Number one. It ha First of all, let's, let's start here. It has to meet three of the five criteria. It has to meet three of this five. It has to move the genre forward. It has to have a track listing of 80% or better, meaning the track listing better be 80% fire or better, not 66% Walter. There's a friend of mine in our group chat named Walter. If you don't get it, maybe you need to join the group. But Walt, 60% is not a classic. But that's neither here nor there. So we got 80% track listing. We got move the genre forward. Then give me test of time. Does the album still slap today? Don't tell me an album slapped in 1992 and it doesn't slap in 2022 or 2023. If it don't slap today, I'm sorry. It's not a classic in my opinion. Or it doesn't meet one of that criteria. The fourth criteria, how much impact did it have? When the album came out, did it have strong impact? Impact. Impact. And last but not least, who or what did it influence? Did it influence other artists? Did other artists say, you know what? This album was so good, I want to make one of these. Yeah. We've seen that happen repeatedly throughout history. So my so so then let's let's break this down. All right? A classic album is a ring. A classic album is a Super Bowl. A classic album is an NBA championship. A classic album is a is a World Series ring. A classic album is a Stanley Cup. All right? Now, if it's a great album but it wasn't a classic, i.e. this that means it's a finals appearance. It's a finals appearance. It's a Super Bowl appearance. It's a World Series appearance. It's a Stanley Cup appearance. Right? That's what it is. It's a finals appearance. It made the finals, meaning there's no shame in making it to the finals. Ask, ask John Stockton and Carl Malone. They're still Hall of Famous. You lost to Jordan. It is what it is. Then if it wasn't a great album, let's just say it was a good album. It was a good album. It was good. I'm looking around my room. There's a lot of classics on my wall, but that's neither here nor there. If it's a good album, if it's a good album, a good album, it made the playoffs. It made the playoffs. There's nothing wrong with that. Some albums are a playoff appearance. You made the playoffs. You, 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 you did enough. And here's the thing. All playoff appearances aren't equal. Some are Western Conference Finals. Some are first round playoff exits. And if you did not make the playoffs at all, the album was ass. The album was ass. If you did not make the playoffs, the album was cheeks. So I'm catching y'all up on what, we, on what we've been talking about for the past 50 episodes. So now that we, and oh, 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 excuse me, excuse me, almost forgot. If we don't, we, a lot of times we only take albums in, in account, in account. But let's also talk about in the last 20 some years, mixtape has been a big part of R&B and hip hop culture. We cannot act like mixtapes did not move the genre forward. We're not going to act like the dedication. We're not going to act like, uh, uh, you know, Trap or die. We're not going to act like all of these mixtapes don't exist. The soul tapes and blah, 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 blah. We're not going to act like those don't exist. Mixtapes, mixtapes are Olympic medals. Mixtapes are Olympic medals. If you got a classic mixtape, you got a gold medal, my friend. 
got a gold medal. You are a you are a gold medalist. Some artists are like four, three, four times old gold medalists. Lil Wayne. Some artists, some artists got silver medals with their mixtape. Oh, and Fabulous has a lot of gold. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. Medals too. No classic albums. Mixtapes is off the charts though. That's neither here nor there. Summertime, shootout, soul tape, all that. So now that you guys are caught up and you understand that a classic album is a ring and you understand what my criteria is for a classic album, somebody asked me which R&B artist has the most rings? And that's a very good question and we're going to get into it right now. Which artist, which R&B artists have the most rings? Now, to even be considered on this list, you need at least two rings. I'm going to give you the artists that have at least two rings. Maxwell, Black Summer's Night, and Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite. While you're watching this or listening to this in your Honda or your Beamer or your Legend or your Benz, you can disagree or agree with me. Black Summer's Night, at first, I thought it was a finals appearance. I went and I looked it up. I looked up the track listing. It ain't that great, Walter. <laughs> I went and looked up a lot of things that had to do with the album. What I found out was what made it a classic to me was it did have very big impact. It did uh, It did have, um, we, the influence is debatable, but uh, the test of time is there. And it also won two Grammys. It also won two Grammys. You guys can debate me on whether Black Summer's Night is a ring or not. I'm good with it being with it being a ring or without being a ring. But for the simple fact that it won two Grammys, I'm going to say Maxwell has two. We don't have to argue about Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite. Am I right or wrong? We don't got to argue with that. We know for a fact you can't tell the story of R&B without that album. Here's why. In 1995, the album that behind me kicked off the neo-soul genre, if I'm not mistaken. The album right here behind me. And it ain't the internet and it ain't Mariah Carey. You smart. You can, you can pick it. Be. All right. And if you're not listening, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're not watching, you need to watch. You got to see my facial expressions. Go, go, go on YouTube. Let's get these numbers up. Anyway, the point I'm making is, is that yes. So this album kicked off Neo Soul. Then the second album after that was Baduism in 97. You don't even need to talk about that. But in that conversation, Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite was right there. It was right there. It stood toe to toe with some of these great albums. And 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 nigga, you can, nigga, we can can we talk about tell the cops come knocking? You want to talk about it? Can we talk about it? And again, don't get me wrong, right? Songs just just hit songs don't only make a classic album. But look, Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite is still. One of those albums that you could put on today, and it's still, it, it, you know, and it, oh, it moved the genre forward. It helped move the genre forward. It's like one is great, two is amazing, but once you get the three, you cannot deny the genre of the subgenre, which is neo soul. Am I right or wrong, people? Let's talk. Let's have this conversation. So he has two. Curtis Mayfield has two. Superfly soundtrack and Curtis Mayfield and Curtis Mayfield's first album, Curtis, that came out in 1970. Curtis Mayfield has two rings. Curtis Mayfield, two rings. Two rings. Who else has two rings? Usher. Yeah. Let's have this conversation. Y'all looking like Usher. He only got two. He only got two. Now, certain rings outdo other rings. Can we have that conversation? Do you remember the 2016 uh, Cavs down 3-1? LeBron James comes back, beats the greatest team in NBA history statistically. As a matter of fact, no, no, that wasn't that ring. No. Confessions is the 95-96 Bulls. 
the album Confessions, if we're comparing it to Rings, the album Confessions is the 1995-1996 Bulls. Can we agree with that? 72-10, and 10, went through the playoff, like, come on, man. Come on, man. And 8701 was a ring. But Usher's first album was not a ring. I loved it. I loved it a lot, actually. But it's not a ring. My way. That is a Western Conference Finals of Eastern Conference Finals appearance. It was really, really good. They're still celebrating it to this day, but I, I can't call it a ring. It's really good, though. It's really good. Here I Stand is not a ring. Raymond versus Raymond or whatever fuck that, those aren't rings. His two rings are 8701 and Confessions. The only thing is, is just that Confessions is such a large ring. Confessions is such a dominant ring. Confessions is like, nigga, you, that is, that goes up there as one of the greatest teams. If we're talking rings, one of the greatest teams in NBA history. NFL history like if you're bringing up the 85 Bears if you're bringing up the 90 95 96 Bulls you're bringing up the the 1927 Yankees yeah nigga I watch baseball I mean that's my favorite sport but that's neither here nor there it's the 1927 Yankees absolutely absolutely and again no no it's not because in 1927 they didn't let black people play baseball those rings don't count yeah yeah I said it <laughs> I said it rings don't count but you get what I'm saying it was a dominant ring it was a dominant ring let's keep going uh, Justin Timberlake now he he for sure has two I'm almost ready to say the man got three I'm almost ready to say that Justin Timberlake has three championship rings he has two for sure future sex love sounds and justified those are rings for sure for sure the only one i'm on the fence about is the 2020 experience because here's where i'm at with it it was a great those that was a great ad that was a that was a great ass album the problem was the first part of the album, the first, the, like, the, you know, 2020 Spirits, I think he did 10, 10, he dropped the album, part one, 10 songs, part two, another 10 songs. Part two, you could have kept. Part two, you could have kept. I didn't, I wasn't, I, part one, if that was it, we, 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 but part two. Now, do we count that as one album or do we count that as two albums? They were released at different times. They weren't released at the same time. Do we count, do we count the, I have a question. Do we count the 2020 experience by Justin Timberlake as one album or two albums? Mainly I'm asking because on one, on one, on one part of the album, right, it, it, they dropped at different times. I think one dropped at the top of the year, the other one dropped at the year. Are we, are we classifying it as one or two? Then again, now I'm got the same name. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm on the fence about Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberlake. I don't know if he has three rings. He has two for sure. When you get to three rings, you are in elite company. You are in elite company. So I'm going to hold off on us. I mean, on, on Justin Timberlake. Y'all give me your feedback. You tell me if he has three rings or if he has two rings. Let's keep going. D'Angelo has three rings. D'Angelo has three championship rings. The first album, the second album, and you know what, y'all? The Black Messiah, that, that the Black, the, the what is it? Uh, the Van. Hold on, let me just make sure I get the name of the album correct. Correct. So I don't. I'm not. I'm not mis misquoting. Misquoting. Let me get the name of the album correct. D'Angelo. Blah 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 blah. blah. Okay, D'Angelo and the Vanguard Black Messiah. Nigga, that's a ring. Nigga, that was a ring. Not only did it win Grammys. I mean, I, again, I know Grammys is not a litmus test of, of, of how we feel about an album or how great an album was. But God damn it. Hey, 
sonically, that album sounds amazing. It didn't move the genre for her. I can't say that. But it did have impact when it came out. It does stand the test of time. It's been out since 2014. It slaps today. And the track listing. The track listing was crazy. D'Angelo, if we're talking albums, yo, D'Angelo hasn't missed yet. Can we have that conversation? When we're Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Talking about when we're telling the story of R&B and we get to D'Angelo, he has not, he has three albums and he has none of them are ass. I ain't, as a matter of fact, I've never heard nothing corny from D'Angelo. Never. Never heard nothing corny from him. I get it. He may have got fat and, and all this other stuff and out of shape, but his voice is still in shape. His music is still in shape. Hey, I ain't pausing that either. I'm not pausing that. His voice, his voice is still in shape. <laughs> but no, for real though, talk to me. Talk to me. Now, I think I forgot somebody who may have two rings. I want to ask y'all. Does John Legend have two rings? We know the first album is a ring. But the second album, was it Save Room? What's John Legend's second? Let me make sure. Let me make sure I'm right. Let me make sure I'm right. Hold up. John Legend. Second album. Mm. What's that John called? Hold up. Wait a minute. Once again. Once again, 14 tracks, October of 2006. He got some joints on here, man. Remember this? I, I, I can't play the whole thing because of, because of copyright, but it, you know what that is if you listen to that album. <sighs> My Lord. My Lord. Does the does does John Legend have two rings? Y'all can y'all can answer me that. Yes or no? I'm 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 leaning I'm leaning yes. I'm leaning towards yes. I'm leaning towards yes. But again, I can be convinced. Is it a ring or is it a finals appearance? I can be convinced. Again, let me tell y'all something. A finals appearance is no shame for an artist. No shame for an artist. If an artist, you tell me they got a, if you tell me they got a finals appearance, that means that you can convince me it might be a classic. That's where I am with, with once again. Let's, let's talk about it. All right. Another artist with three rings, and I'm going to get in his discography in one second. Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes has three rings. He has the Shaft soundtrack. I don't think we need to discuss it that, do we? Do we need... So for you young niggas who, 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 who... Go listen to the Shaft soundtrack. Don't talk to me until you do. Also, Black Moses. Also, Hot Buttered Soul. Those are, those are classic albums. You may not have... You weren't here to feel, to feel the impact. My dad would agree with me. <laughs> my dad would agree with me my dad would agree if he agrees that's all that matters walk the dogs school drop off meetings from 10 to 3 take kids to soccer then no time left for a jog when everyone else is relying on you it's easy to put your needs last BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist online so you can show up for yourself the way you do for others Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com. Let's keep talking. I think y'all, I think a lot of times too, and, and I want to I just reset this for one second, right? Don't forget that albums a lot of times, you know, don't, 
don't always have to be don't always have to be considered a classic for you to either enjoy the album or for us to say like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a piece of history. And that's, that's, that's real, right? Like, everybody in the civil rights movement wasn't Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, you know, John, whoever. You know what I'm saying, right? But that doesn't make them less important. That was a bad analogy. And you know what? I'm going to slap myself on the wrist for that one. <laughs> that was a bad, that's a bad analogy. My bad. Yeah, my bad. I was, I was trying to make a point. I was trying to be deep. <laughs> you know what I mean? But let's get back to Isaac Hayes, though. Isaac Hayes has... And, 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 and I understand for some of y'all, Isaac Hayes, or for people who know music, Isaac Hayes isn't really an R&B artist. Isaac Hayes is music, right? But for the sake of, you know, you like classifying subgenres like funk and blah, 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 and me not leaving anybody out, I definitely want to give Isaac Hayes his props. He has three rings. He has, he, it, like... We don't have to talk about how important Isaac Hayes is to the genre. We don't have to uh, talk about how important Isaac Hayes is to music. He's he's a he's a bona fide Hall of Famer. And three rings puts you in the Hall of Fame regardless. That is why he is a Hall of Famer, right? If you win, if you are a standout player and you win three rings, you are a Hall of Famer. Steph Curry was a Hall of Famer before his last ring uh, last season. Before he got four. Him with three, he was a Hall of Famer. No ifs, no ands, no buts. And you cannot tell the story of basketball without him. Bottom line. Let's keep going. I got an interesting name for y'all. Because this guy is sort of like Phil Jackson when it comes to music. The guy I'm about to name is the Phil Jackson of music. He has won a ring as a player. He has won ring. He has won multiple rings as a coach. Babyface. Babyface. Babyface has one ring as a player and a possible. He has one ring and a finals appearance. Nigga, for the the the, the cool in you, the album. What, what's, that, what's that album called? What's that album called? Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Make sure I'm, I'm again. I'm only checking to make sure I don't say the wrong fucking album. But uh, Babyface, what is I'm called? Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold up. Where's that? Where's that I'm at? No, no. They he might no. The album that came. No, they don't have it on. Oh y'all, hold on, hold on. Let me let me go to Spotify and see if they have it. Apple Music, you drawn for not having that album, by the way, man. And I don't like the fact that the first, when I type in baby, the first person that comes up is Babyface Ray. That doesn't, that doesn't sit right with me. Let's fix that. Okay, 1993, For the Cool in You. That album. That's a, that was a, that's a Western Conference Finals appearance, at Eastern Conference Finals appearance, at least. That was like the 1998 Indiana Pacers. The ones who took the Bulls the seven games. It was one of them, it was one of them albums. But he has one ring, Tender Lover for sure. That's a beautiful album. Anybody, if you never heard Tender Lover, the entire album by Babyface, my God, that's a beautiful. That was an album where, I, where Babyface said, I'm keeping all the good tracks for myself for a change. That's how I feel. I feel... Tender Lover in 1989 by Babyface Babyface said you know what Fuck writing for y'all I'm gonna keep these joints for myself Whip appeal uh, 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 Where would you go Soon as I get home Like bangers Bangers And, and even the B-sides It's no crime If I'm guilty of love Baby <laughs> Anyway I'm sorry <coughs> Oh, shit, I didn't even know I had Black Moses sitting right here. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I could, hey, man. Classic. Let's keep talking. But let's talk about Babyface's rings as a coach. Can we do that? Can we have a conversation about Babyface's rings as a coach? Tony Braxton's first album. Coach. Ring. Give me the waiting to exhale soundtrack. Coach. Ring. Give me the boomerang soundtrack. Coach. Ring. 
give me Boys the Men's two album, Coach Ring. I don't know if if we say, but as a you know, like does coaches' rings matter just as much as 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 player rings? Actually, to me, they do. To me, they do. Craig Greg Popovich doesn't have more rings than Phil Jackson as a coach. But he could definitely sit at the table and say, I'm one of the greatest coaches of all time in basketball. And I say that about 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 babyface, right? Arguably one of the greatest coaches in R&B history. I mean, of course, you know, there. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. There's him, which I'll get to him in a second, right? There's Smokey Robinson. And of course, the, the coach of all coaches is 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 Quincy Jones, but Quincy Jones coaching is uh, we not we don't even that's a whole. As a matter of fact, Quincy Jones, a uh, Quincy Jones pie, a uh, Quincy Jones talk is an episode in itself. I don't count him with with rings. I don't count him with he does what the he you can we disagree, right? Like y'all like well, what about Quincy Jones? Can we can we just agree we don't have to talk about him right this second? Can we just can we save him for another episode by himself? Because that's what he deserves, in my opinion. That's neither here nor there. All right. Another artist. Now, this isn't an artist. This is a band. But again, I wanted to be all inclusive. I didn't want to just say artists and blah, 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 blah. Who has the most rings? Earth, Wind, and Fire have three rings. That's the way of the world. That's the way of the world. That is a boy. boy. And I'm going to be honest with you. On top of that being a bona fide classic, I'm also going to say that is a ring personal to me, right? The reason why that's the way of the world is close is is a personal ring for me. Um, My dad personally gave me like that album to like personally gave me his copy. The copy he bought in 1972, when he was 18 years old, he personally said, this is your, this was mine. This is now yours, son. So, yeah. There we go. That's a ring. Just because my dad said it was a ring. But neither here nor there. That's also the album with, that's the way of the world. That's also the album with reasons. Like, like it ain't just me and my dad. It's all of us, right? Um... Another album, I think, uh, not I think, but uh, the uh, Keep Your Head, the Head to the Sky album. Head to the Sky album. Keep your head. Yes, that's a, that's a ring. As a matter of fact, he might have four. They might have four because the Gratitude album was pretty tough too. And all in all, Gratitude, all in all, um, Gratitude, all in all, that's the way of the world. And um and head to the sky, rings. But Earth, Wind, and Fire again, another 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 act that transcends music. You know, we we don't. That's a, they're another episode for themselves too, right? But for the sake of R and B and having this conversation, because I don't want y'all to feel like, oh, you left out Earth. What about Earth, Wind, and Fire? Yeah, we we get it. Here they are. I'm talking about them. Because a lot of times on this podcast, I do get a lot of people who give me feedback and say, well, what about this person? And what about that person? And what about this person? Let me explain something to you. If I said this at the beginning of the podcast for this episode, if you do not have at least two rings, don't talk to me. 
Shit, I might have forgot the dream now that I'm saying that. His first, the dream's first two albums were, were rings. Y'all agree with that? Damn. The dream's first two albums were, were rings. <laughs> I mean, I, and I, that's an objective opinion too. Because I'm not a big fan of the dream. I'm not a big fan of the dream. I, I mean, I thought he was great. I liked him. But when I say a fan, a fan means I would spend my money to go see you. I'm not, I would not spend my money to go see the dream. Sorry. Cuss your mom out. Cuss your mom out. I wouldn't. I would not spend my money. I, that's, that's just me. I like him, but not enough to pay $70, $80 at it. No, I don't want to see him. Let's keep talking. All right. Stevie Wonder, four rings, bona fide, easy. You can tell me every Stevie Wonder album is <laughs> for real, for real. But let's 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 talk. Stevie Wonder's rings are Talking Book, Inner Visions, right? Um, songs in the Key of Life, and let me go to his discography one more time just to make sure I'm not tripping. Let me go, let me go, let me go to Stevie Wonder's discography. Boom, talking book. Yeah, we know. You know what I mean? Inner Visions, Songs in the Key of Life. And then also give me, oh, Hotter Than July. Hotter Than July. That is a ring. Hotter Than July. First of all, how do you make an album called Hotter Than July, and the shit is legit Hotter Than July. You know? How do you do that? How do you make an album called Hotter Than July, and your shit is legit as hot as motherfucking July? That album, the whole album, 100 degrees, sweltering heat, Every day, slave heat at that, slave heat. Now you can also, I also, um, um, people might be like, "Oh, what music of my mind is definitely that might be a ring too." To be honest with you, and fulfilling this uh, first finale, those two, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, those are finals appearances to me. Those are finals appearances to me. I, you know, you can, again, you can convince me they're 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 they're, they're, they're classics. I don't get mad at that. I, you know, we're talking about Stevie Wonder here, right? We're not talking. We're not talking about Donnell Jones. We're not talking about Jagged. Ed. We're talking about Stevie Wonder here. You can convince me. It's a ring. That's all I'm saying. All right. So, and this is where we get to the last, like the last two names, right? Who to me, I feel like have the most rings in R&B history. Uh, Stevie Wonder to me, Bonafide has four. You can make it. You can make it. You can make a case for five. You can make a case for six. I said I wouldn't talk about this person on this podcast because of my personal feelings for him and how I feel about what he's done to black people, black women especially. But for the sake of this conversation, I'm going to tell you, R. Kelly has about four or five rings. Yes, for all you fans out there who's like, yes, finally, here we go, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Finally, Clint, finally. Um, and we're just gonna have a conversation. Twelve players a ring. TP2.com is a ring. Chocolate Factory is a ring. The Life soundtrack is a ring. And then you can also convince me. That the second R. Kelly album, the one, I think it's just a self-titled R. Kelly, that was the one with You Remind Me and My Jeep, uh, um, you, you know, all that, you could convince me that's a ring too. It's a finals appearance, but you could convince me that's a ring. Oh, and let's not forget about, you know, yeah, R. Kelly has about four or five rings. No ifs, no ands, no buts. And you know what? You 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 know how in college, when you fuck up, they take your rings. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna do that. But I'm gonna give him his flowers for that, and we're just gonna move on. 
Y'all happy? Cool. The last artist I'm going to name, I think, has the most 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 rings in R&B history. In male. Oh, yeah, my bad, y'all. I apologize. This is only part one of this episode. So this is episode 50. This is part one. Part two, I will be discussing women with rings. I can tell you right now off the top of my head who probably has the most. And it's Mary J. Blige. But that's neither here nor there. We're going to dissect that on the next episode. But right now, we're talking men only. And the last man I'm going to name is Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye has five rings for sure. And what's crazy is those rings were in, four of those rings were in order. All right? Four of those rings were in order. What's not in order, but like between 1970 and 1980. If you ask me, in the 1970s, it was Marvin Gaye and Stevie Wonder. Those were the heavyweights of the decade. In the 70s, it was Ali and it was Frazier. In the 70s, it was it was Marvin Gaye and it was Stevie Wonder. Neck and neck. One drop of classic Stevie Wonder said, oh, for real? Drop this. Marvin Gaye was like, oh, for real? I'm going to drop this. That's the kind of, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. I enjoyed, I, I like shit like that. So let's talk about Marvin Gaye's rings. What's going on the album? Do we need to have that conversation? No. I want you album. To me, I want you might be the best R. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. R&B album, period. Marvin Gaye's I Want You, to me, might be the best R&B album, period. I'm not here to argue with you. I'm not here to debate with you. Yes, you can tell me all these other albums. I'm hearing it. I'm feeling you. You're not wrong. But to me, Clinton Coley, born June 20th, 1987 from Philly, I will tell you, for me, Marvin Gaye's I Want You, to me, is the best R&B album, period. And it came out 20 years before I was born. No, I'm lying. It's like 15. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> it's a beautiful body of work. It's a beautiful body of work. Sonically, beautiful body of work. Sing, I, 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 I've never heard no shit like that. That album, I Want You, really encompasses everything when I'm in like or in love with a woman that I want to make love to. That encompasses everything I want to say. Everything. Marvin Gaye on that album perfectly said it. Shout out to Leon Ware too. Do your research. Also, let's get it on. That's a ring. The album. Also, here my dear. That's a ring. Let's talk about here my dear for a second. What makes here my dear, <coughs> excuse me, a beautiful album. What makes Here My Dear a beautiful album is that was the album that his wife at the time or his ex-wife at the time got the royalties in a divorce settlement. So she so she gets in the divorce settlement. It says, hey, you get the all the royalties or whatever, however, whatever percentage of the royalties goes to you. And Marvin Gaye said, I'm going to get this woman my best work. Now, while you niggas out there or trying to get even with women because they broke your heart or you did or they did you wrong or you did them wrong. Marvin Gaye said, I'm going through a divorce and I'm going to give my wife or my ex-wife the best shit I got. Go listen to this. a beautiful body of work. It is a beautiful, beautiful body of work, man. So that's four rings right there. And then can we can we say Marvin Gaye's album Stubborn Kind of Fella? That was his first album, I believe, on Motown. That was the album with, I'm just a stubborn kind of fella, got my mind made up to love you. That's a beautiful, it also has pride and joy on it. That is what made Marvin Gaye a star. You may not know the impact it had because it came out in 1962 or 63, but let me tell you this, at that time, Marvin Gaye had solidified himself as one of the best solo acts Motown had to offer, if not the best. 
Don't forget, there was a lot of groups in the 60s. There was a lot of groups in the 60s. But by that time, but, but in early 63, Mike, Marvin Gaye said, ha ha, I'm here. What's up? And we're not, and we also we gotta, you know, we also gotta, you know, talk about it or, or recognize his, his his music with Tammy Terrell and stuff like that. But Marvin Gaye to me has the most rings for one male R and B artist. He does. He does. And are we missing anybody? James Brown comes to mind real quick. James Brown has a lot. So interesting. And I want let's attack this real quick. Somebody, you know, not somebody, you know, I got the question. Does live albums count? Does live albums count? Because if live albums count, right? James Brown is in the conversation. That live at the Apollo in 1968. Chef's kiss, man. Live at the Apollo in 1968 by James Brown. Woo. But, you know, it's a live performance. I get it. Also, Maxwell, I think he has an unplugged. I think Maxwell has an unplugged album. That was. So. But, yeah, I hope y'all like this and I hope y'all understand the analogy. Right. And let's recap. Classic to me, I equate classic albums to championship rings. Everybody didn't win a ring. Every album can't be a classic. Some albums were a finals appearance. There is nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you don't win a ring. You just made it to the finals. Sometimes you lose a seven. Sometimes you lose a six. That's okay. This is why I say every album is not a classic. Every, everybody didn't win a championship. And then we also identified that mixtapes, classic mixtapes, are Olympic medals. Fabulous and Carmelo Anthony are the same guy. No classic albums, no championship rings. Very decorated. Scored some points, had great moments, got good singles. Same guy. Olympic medals, classic mixtapes, soul tape, summertime shootout, etc. Fabulous, Carmelo Anthony. Emoji. Same guy. The exact same guy. What Carmelo Anthony is to basketball is exactly what Fabulous is to hip hop. And crazy thing is, they're both Hall of Famers in, if that's in, in that in that respect. Nobody would say nobody would tell you Fabulous was corny, and nobody would tell you Carmelo Anthony was ass. Underachieved a little bit though. Just my opinion. But yes, there we are. There we are. That is, that's my criteria. Also, I want to also announce again, I, I don't know if I, I don't know, because I record these sometimes out of order, so I don't know. But again, y'all, uh, we will be, or the Music is Love Language podcast, I'm happy to announce uh, that we are joining the Revolt Network, and I can't wait. We're joining the Revolt Network, and I can't wait. We are now part of the Revolt Network um, nothing's going to really change. I think the only difference is, is going to be uh, a lot of uh, all the episodes will be uploaded to the Revolt app. So do me a favor if you guys can download the Revolt app. If you're not already watching on YouTube or whatever, download the Revolt app. And guess what? You will see your boy right along with Drink Champs, right along with Carisha, please. All of that. You can't tell the story of podcasting without me. I got a ring, two rings. How about that? Can we can we have that conversation? When it comes to podcast, I got two rings. Advice from a fuckboy was a ring. I got people married. I got babies. I got proof. I just wanted to talk my shit for a second. That's it, man. Appreciate y'all in this podcast. Appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all engaging. That's the main thing. I appreciate... Listen, we may not agree on our music takes, but I appreciate everybody who's, who watches and engages. It means a lot to me. Except for the ones on YouTube who say, I just turned this, I tur- I'm turning this shit off. Bye. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for lasting. This podcast is over. Gotta walk the dogs, school drop-off, meetings from 10 to 3, take kids to soccer practice, then... 
There goes the extra time for a jog. <sighs> That's okay. Maybe next week. When everyone else relies on you, it's easy to put your needs last. Therapy is a dedicated time to focus on what you need to be happy. So you can show up for yourself the way you do for others. BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want, by chat, phone, or video call. Go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com. Save up to 20% with insurance. Get a quote at AAA.com slash insurance. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.